Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening. Welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast. What's up, guys? Hello, guys. How you doing? You good? How you doing? I'm not too bad. I'm not being too bad at all. Yeah. How's everybody's week been? It's been alright. The weather's uh, been nice. Night. Yeah, it's well, well, yeah, it, is, it has been nice, right? A couple of days. Yeah, so yeah it's, been okay. nice it's been okay. It's been okay. It's long and frustrating. Yeah. You guys sound hella dry. I'm, not, really? I'm on the orders to be nice to people. Yeah, so but that means so good. <laughs> because you're going to be nice. Because That's you're going nice. to be nice. You have to sound dry. Exactly. There's a difference between being nice and being dry. I don't know, but my, my banter, my, my, my friendly banter is a part of me being nice. <laughs> friendly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> well, well, well. I'm gonna, I'm what are we here to discuss? Gonna, so? Yeah, exactly. You're not going to need to shake off the dryness to discuss yeah, this no topic. Way. This we'll, sort this out in the, we'll sort it out in the ring. This or- <laughs> oh, really? Oh, cool. Look at him. Look at This already dry topic. It's not a dry topic. Exactly. So well, you guys do your yeah. thing to make it. It's not. No, you mean us guys do make sense of it, like what we do every week. Exactly. See what I did Not just make sense. Yeah, we saw what you did Thank you. Can you just give me some credit there? That's all I ask. Okay. Hello, so, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. So, what's the topic? Digress. Please tell us what is the topic. Yeah, commodities. Sam, yeah. Today we're going to be discussing commodities. We're, we're all over commodities today. We yes. are. We are. Um, so going back a little bit to investment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not just investments. You no, know, but just th- yeah. Commodities in general does time with investments. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is a form of investment. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's an asset class yeah, in yeah, itself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it. You know, there's many different ways to interact uh, with commodities. Yeah, um, but I think what Sam was saying earlier is, I think yeah, we haven't really touched on anything investment orientated in a little while. You know, we've covered so many different topics. Yeah, you know, if you go along our long list of episodes, you'll see them all, all very entertaining. Yeah. But we still want to tell you how to make and make more money. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So if you've gone and opened a Hargreaves Lansdowne Fidelity, whoever you're using account and are investing now, because you've listened to us. We're here to give you a little bit more information to help you with that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have hay fever? Bless you. I have hay fever. No, I don't understand that disease personally. But <laughs> that's not a disease. We've had this conversation before. If you're allergic <sighs> to summer, that's a disease to me. Okay. Anyway. Anywho, commodities. So um, I'm going to do the disclaimer as well. Please. Give <laughs> me like the sound of my voice today. And because I don't know about commodities, so I'm going to be quiet for the rest of the episode. <laughs> so. Not funny. That was not funny at all. But anyway, let's, let's just let her. It was funny. Know. You'll be fine. Just use your common sense, innit? Anyway, <laughs> um, as normal, please always do your own research. Don't take what we say for gospel. It's just food for thought and a little bit of advice based on our own research. Everyone should be doing their own research before buying into anything, putting money on anything, making any decisions. So please make sure you do that. We are not legal mm. advisors, professional financial advisors. Okay. None of that. We no. just we're just giving you our thoughts and we yeah. just we just talk a good talk. We do basically. <laughs> no, that's a joke. We also walk the walk. Indeed. Oh my god. Indeed. Okay. So over to the commodity guys. To the experts. That would be yourself. What so, is so called? <coughs> what is? So what is a commodity? A commodity. Yeah. Okay. What what is it? What's a commodity to you guys? Um, okay. Let's let's start Sam, with Sam. Yeah. What's because yeah. you, you said you don't know much, yeah. right? What's so let's see where you know maybe general knowledge would be. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's is it literally. A thing. It is a thing, I'd say. Okay. So, like... But what kind of thing? Something that... Is this like Pictionary or whatever that game is? I don't know. It's a thing. <laughs> oh, well, you have to guess. <laughs> yeah. Is it tied to natural resources only? It can't... No. It, but, so it could be anything? It could be anything. Something that holds value? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, li- literally. 
it's my, my understanding is something that it's fungible. It is a yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's mass produced. Um, really and truly, as long as it meets the criteria of what it is, you shouldn't really t- be able to tell the difference of where it's coming from. Yeah. Mm. So something like, say, I don't know, uh, soybeans. If soybeans taste like soybeans, you don't care where it comes from. They're, yeah. they're soybeans. Right? They're soybeans. Yeah, yeah. They're fungible. You can swap one for the other. Yeah. Cool. Um, so per Investopedia, a commodity is a basic good used in commerce that is interchangeable with other commodities of the same type. Whatever that means to you. But yeah, I think examples will be like, as you said, soybeans, pork belly, aluminium, yeah. gold is a very yeah. popular one. Yeah. Um, yeah, a thing that can store value, I yeah. suppose. And um, there's different groups of, of commodities, right? Like the ones you just mentioned, the soft commodities. Mm-hmm. So things you can eat, uh, that's rice, orange juice, lean hogs, anything you can kind of eat, any agricultural commodities that are soft commodities. Then you have the, the metals, Gold, silver, aluminium, copper. So would you say these are things that are used in society to help yeah, to live and yeah. get by, so, basically? Yeah, I would say the one, one other attribute of commodities is that they serve two functions. They're used in real life, as yeah. in they're used for something, as yeah. an input. And people can, they, they also gain value, right? People mm-hmm. can buy and sell them. Yeah. So those are two traits of, of commodities, mm. I would say. Yeah. And so, it, sorry, going back to food, is there a reason why you don't mention everything? Yeah, well, everything isn't a. Com- Sorry, go on. I, I would. I don't think everything is a commodity, right? Because the raw materials are commodities. So ingredients are commodities. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, it has to be a raw material. Okay. Yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah. I Because because once you change it or you do something, you've created a value add. Yeah. So uh, it's not a commodity. People yeah, can yeah. differentiate where it's come from, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd agree okay. with that. Yeah, it's yeah. Think of raw material. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has okay. to definitely be the raw material. Point. And then there's also energy. So I'll put oil, coal. There's renewable energy, uh, liquefied natural gas, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. These are all commodities. So yeah, that's um, that's that's, cool. that's what a commodity. That's is. for an intro. So yeah, so in terms of you know why we thought this would be a good topic to cover, um, I know personally for me, I've been hearing a lot about commodities. I think that's where a lot of where money's flowed into as of late, right? Uh, yeah, I know yeah. many people feel that they're overvalued. Is it? Am I right in saying that or? It, it it depends on which one. Okay. So, so, so they don't like, move up together, obviously. Yeah. So like, say this year, oil was like, say end of last year, this year, oil was the the it thing to have. Oil mm-hmm. has just been skyrocketing, right? Of course. So oil was a commodity to buy in the last year or so. Um, I think it's trading around sixty dollars, I think sixty five Brent crude oil. Mm-hmm. So again, within oil, you have different types of oils depending on where where it comes from. Agreed. Like um, WTI, which is American, comes from Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's oil from Nigeria, Brazil, Venezuela. I don't know. Brent seems to be the one most spoken about, though, right? Yeah, I think it's the it's the most commonly traded one. Is it just because it's British, or is there a, something special about it? You reckon? It's just a different type of oil. Right. I don't think it's anything special. It's actually the the cheaper one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the cheaper one. It needs more processing. Yeah. So that's the, yeah. Those are a few attributes. Out. Fine. Say. And you kind of mentioned before that uh, we mentioned uh, they're used in everyday life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, some examples will be, you know, gold, obviously we jewellery, uh, but then there'll be some non-kind of consumer uses of some of these things. So something like diamonds, yeah, yeah. that'll be used in jewellery, but it's also used in drilling yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. many of them serve many purposes and yeah. probably not the ones that everyone's aware of. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important because obviously changes in those industries or whatnot will affect the value of the commodity, you know? Yeah, you know? yeah, they will. So, um, um, 
Yeah, even gold, silver, stuff like that. I would also say they. Um, but see, gold, gold is like a funny one because gold, it, it doesn't. We use it for like cosmetics, etc. Mm. But I don't know. You don't really use gold in in like manufacturing or something. Yeah, like agreed. That. Agreed. So it's like a funny one. Yeah, yeah. So gold. Go Sorry, I'm just being silly. Do you guys know what gold is on the um, periodic table? Uh, I have no idea. GL? AU. <laughs> no AU? Idea. You sure? I think so. Okay. Let me double check. I don't know. AU. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> gold's probably the, um, in terms of my experience with commodities, gold's probably the only one I really, really know about. Yeah. I, I, I sat a summer course a while ago. AU. On, on trading. AU. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. now we know. AU. That was my input, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a loser. <coughs> Sorry. Um, and it was just around the fact that it's used as a safe haven. And that's probably the, yeah. the, the one bit of you know, investing talk I'll come to you about with any confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is seen as that, but it, it isn't always that, but it is seen as a... So why why is that though? Well, if you think about it, gold is like, um, it's it's historically, so back to before Bretton Woods, right? So before we have this monetary system that we have now, mm. where money is just, it's just a note which says a number on it, yep. but yep. it actually holds no value as in it's not backed by anything. Yep. Before that, it was backed by gold, right? Because people thought, okay, gold is a commodity. There's like a uh, finite amount. So for each each um, bullion of gold, mm. there's this amount of money. That was the thinking then, right? So that meant for whatever money there was in circulation, there was an equal amount of gold. Mm, yeah. So gold was always seen as this thing that holds its value. Got you. But then obviously that's not the case anymore after Bretton Woods. Yeah, for each note that's around, there's no gold to back it up. There's nothing to back mm, it up. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but I guess that historical relationship with gold just stayed, you know, as this precious metal that there's always demand for it by people because in society, say India, there's so much demand for gold in India, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. jewelries when they get wed when they do weddings, blah blah mm, blah. It's just yeah. in their society, and it's not just in India. It's globally. Um, there's a lot of demand for gold. So yeah, it's just always been seen as something that there's always demand for. Mm. And this safe haven idea is really just an investment concept, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people are thinking, well, if I'm buying stocks and bonds all day, if there's a crash and I can't hold money, what else can I put my money in? People are thinking, okay, I want to put my money into something which it might not rise as much, but at least I know the price isn't going to drop. Yeah. So that's where gold comes in. Got you. Got so you. people think gold has a low correlation with other asset classes like stocks, bonds, etc. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. people buy gold. But that's that's really what it is. Fine, interesting. I know. Sorry, what you gonna say? No, no, go for it. Because on top of that, you know, there's obviously the relationship with silver. So yes. I know they generally move together, but sometimes can come out. I think because that's another yes. thing we learn. Yeah, so silver's uh, gold's poor cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny to come back to cryptos or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done that in a while. Some people were making the same analogy with uh, yeah. Bitcoin and Litecoin. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So Litecoin being like silver. And yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I I almost feel that that's how it was designed or what it was designed to be. Right. Uh, by the by the creator, but yeah, yeah. that's an analogy people use. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's gold. Um, so what kind of what would you say the popular commodities are, or the, or the most most traded? Yeah, most I'd say even? definitely the most the, the most the, the ones that we all know about, like oil, gold, silver, mm. um, maybe copper, aluminium, and then all the soft commodities Got like you. you know, like I don't know, lean hogs, mm. orange juice, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember them talking about that on the uh, trading places. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pork bellies and orange they juice. They still do, they still trade that. Wow. Can it's I ask? Why those kind of things over 
something else like I don't know sugar that sugar is the commodity yeah. that's traded yeah. every day because I feel like with both of you guys since you've been giving examples you say those things a because lot. they're the common ones yeah oh, okay. but sugar is one of them yeah, yeah. You, can, you can trade sugar you can trade corn mm. you can trade you know let me let, actually let me check on my um mm. My, I think soya beans is one that's quite popular <laughs> at the moment. And I think maybe we were mentioning the ones that I've mentioned now. Yeah. So you'll always hear about uh, gold just because of the amount of uncertainty yeah. that's out there. So people are always thinking there may be a need for a safe haven around the corner if there's a crash. Yeah. Um, soya beans you'll hear a lot about because of the current trade war between America and China. So maybe it's that it's how much it's being traded, but also what's happening out there um, that could affect in you know particular uh, commodities. Yeah, yeah. So if there's a war, if there's a war, commodities that react to that probably yeah. get spoken about more. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, maybe sugar's more constant. I, I don't know. Yeah. You'd have to no, see the makeup. Sugar's very volatile. Is actually. it? Yeah, okay. It's very volatile. Well, yeah. And maybe that's something we could discuss. Is that what what things impact? Maybe we pick a few commodities and say what kind of things could impact them. Maybe like the drivers, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So um, some. Okay. Another thing about commodities is that they're driven by demand and supply nothing else well theoretically nothing else mm. so sugar sugar will be more expensive the more people have demand for sugar oil will be more expensive the more people have demand for it but it's also impacted by other factors so for oil um there's opec yeah. so it's like a group of nations that control oil output mm. so if they decide that okay um for the coming years we're going to limit oil output to x amount that means there'll be a low supply of oil, right? Yeah. So that there will be more demand and supply. So yeah, oil yeah, prices yeah. will go up. Isn't that the current state we're in? That is the current yeah. state. So they put a restriction. Well, yeah, there's like an output restriction Got on, on most countries. In what OPEC. about the whole sugar tax thing? I don't think I've heard about that one. Really? Oh, yeah, a lot of people are talking about it. No. Yeah. So basically, sh- um, foods high in sugar over here are going to be more expensive. No, so you might have noticed certain things. Like, for example, in the cinema the other day, mm-hmm. all of the ice blasts are now sugar-free. Ah. but you'll notice that in some shops you'll have a sugar-free version of something and then the original version is so much more expensive than it used to be so basically we're just paying more tax for everything high in sugar it's so. it's it makes sense right i think because I sugar mean, is, health, in, is, is it, yeah it's yeah. not good for it's, you it's not yeah it's really bad for the society so something um, like that would that affect but would that affect the would that affect I sugar think, as a commodity i don't think it's it's it will have a big enough impact because mm. it's only in the uk okay. right now. yeah yeah so yeah. I don't think it'll have a big enough impact. Mm, but yeah. in theory, it should Im- impact yeah. it somehow. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. It should. Because yeah. it I should dampen demand for exactly. it. Exactly. I just don't think it'll be huge. Yeah, yeah. 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 Agreed. So because like, I feel like you guys are mentioning a lot of things. How would somebody choose? If someone wants to invest in commodities, how do you choose which one? Which ones yeah. are going to be fruitful? So, s- fruitful. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that um, why is that funny? Well, I mean, we'd all be millionaires, right, if we knew that. But yeah. generally you know speaking, I, mean. I don't advise people to trade individual commodities. Mm. Beginners, anyway. Got you. I don't. Um, because it's just it's, it's just too too volatile. Yeah, and you're going to be doing it in some kind of CFD account. What's CFD account? Contract for difference, spread betting. Okay. Um, which effectively is uses a lot of leverage, so borrowing, right? Mm. So yeah. you put a thousand in. But you can trade something worth a hundred thousand. Yeah. So you can lose more than you put in. Yeah, a lot yeah. more than you put a in. A lot more. Yeah. If that a hundred thousand moves by one percent, that's it. Yeah. You're out. And and oil is very volatile. Oil, for example, it in during the day it can easily move by one percent or more. Yeah. That's nothing that's not uncommon. So I wouldn't recommend anyone buying and selling commodities online or whatever. What you should do is look at a fund, like a commodities fund. So there's two ways, look for a fund. 
which either invest in companies in commodities companies mm. like say um, I don't know oil BP shell the Honeywell um, all basically just companies that that produce um, yeah that buy and sell commodities let me stop you quickly so so say for that that beginner or whatever where would be the best place to search for those places on Google or is it on the individual so do I go into my hard piece hands I would say for Sorry. for research yeah. I'll just say Google it just Google but yeah for buying it there's only one place right no there's more than one place <laughs> <laughs> there's a place that are paying you and you're not giving us any of the money <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. I, was, I would look for a commodities fund but again for an everyday person do you really need I don't know do you really need exposure to commodities I don't know. Say you don't, you've never invested before. Mm. I don't think commodities should be the first thing you invest in. Why would you say that? So well, because what, what, what make them worse than commo- investing in? If, if uh, we're equities? talking in investment, right? Commodities are almost like an alternative form of investing. Got you. So commodities, I would say, are for the people that they have a very well diversified portfolio of stocks, bonds, and other assets in general, mm-hmm. and they still have money lying around. And they're thinking, okay, I want to add more investments, but I don't want to add much more of the same. So what can I add to make my portfolio even more diversified mm-hmm. and have a bit lower risk? You start looking at commodities. Because commodities have different drivers to like bonds and stocks, their correlations are quite low. Well, theoretically, they're quite low. It's not mm-hmm. always the case. Got you. But they sh- it should be quite low. So therefore, you add commodities, you know, because it, it, it adds value to your portfolio. But everyday people like me, you... We don't need to but invest in commodities unless you already have a, a well-diversified... So you'd recommend starting with, you know, stocks, yeah, bonds? Yeah, always, always. Okay. But then if you already have that and you think, yeah, I want some, some commodities exposure, start with funds. There's funds that buy, that invest in firms. Mm. And then there's also funds that invest in commodities. So That's quite interesting. There might be a fund that it can buy physical commodities, like, like we just mentioned, all these commodities. It'll buy the actual physical one and store it somewhere and mm. sell it. It has a lot of cost in doing that. Yeah. Then there's also other funds that they they buy derivatives. Yeah, futures and stuff. Futures, forwards, swaps, mm. all of that stuff. And derivatives are just simply, rather than buying like a, um, I don't know, one gold bullion, you will buy a derivative and derivative the, the derivative, derivatives. basically, yeah, it derives its value from the value of the underlying the yeah. commodity so mm-hmm. let's just say there's a contract me and Jerome going to a contract today which says that in three months time I'm going to sell Jerome one bullion of gold for £1,000 mm-hmm. we both sign it done in three months time let's just say gold is trading at 1200 we still have to do execute that contract at 1000 mm. so if he buys it off me for 1000 he can sell it on the spot for 1200 mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. he's made a profit so that's that's a futures contract or a forward contract. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's loads of other derivatives, and there's funds that use these derivatives to invest into commodities, which it's a lot cheaper to do. Um, you don't actually care about what happens to the actual physical commodity because you you don't have to store it anywhere. You know, there's no storage costs. Yeah. There's nothing. You're just trading. You're just buying and selling the the difference in value of them, in price of them. Mm-hmm. So that's. Yeah, those are also commodity funds you can yeah. have access to. I think there's a good bit in a, the big short where they explain derivatives, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like the um, the CDOs, yeah, the yeah, col- yeah. collateralized debt obligations. That, that bit blew my mind, I can't yeah. lie to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was actually a very, very good analogy yeah. that they used. Yeah, it that's what like, I liked about the film, yeah. actually. It was really good. You can tell we're so, geeks. <laughs> so, although it's not... Um, 
advisable to directly invest in a commodity yeah what's the most common is there a most common i would say oil commodity? that's that's what comes to my head yeah what, everyone knows oil. what oil is yeah. yeah right everyone knows that um your car needs oil right mm. petrol yeah, yeah. heating you need some kind oh, of oil or yeah. gas or we something. depend on it so much yeah it's everywhere yeah oil is just everywhere um ships uh air, airlines one quick question out of nowhere, for, even for both of you. How long do you think before we move away from it, do you reckon? Cause I, I feel from like... From oil? Well, then, I was going to say, what I was about to say is the, the move towards electric seems to be picking up steam. Yeah. But then you still need oil to produce electricity, right? Yeah. So maybe yeah. it won't get replaced, See, oil, but do you think it impacts it at all, ever? I think at some point, yes. And the only reason why I say that is when you have a nation like Saudi Arabia mm. starting to look at renewable energy, I mean, that should tell you something, It right? should. They're starting to diversify how the economies work yeah. and, and have less reliance on oil. Mm. That should tell you something. And, and the reason why you'll say that is because those places are so heavily reliant yeah. on oil. That's they produce so all, much Yeah, it. I think 95% yeah. or something. Yeah, of the yeah, economy is based on it. On, on oil. Yeah. So, um, That's how Dubai was built. Yeah, I, I think renewables will be, um, you know, they're, they're already like up and coming. And because there's such a drive on ESG, this mm. um, sustainable, ethical investing, all that stuff, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like, yeah, renewables are definitely up and coming. But, in order for renewables to work, this might not make intuitive sense, right? But in order for renewables to work, oil prices have to be expensive. They have to be high. Because yeah. it's only when oil prices are high that people start looking for alternatives. Yeah. When oil prices are low, there's almost like there's no incentive. Got you. Got so you. we need high oil prices in order for renewable energy firms to actually thrive. Yeah, I hear Which kind of doesn't make sense, but that's just Yeah, no, 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 it does, it does, it does, it does. Yeah. yeah, I'm seeing more and more Teslas and more and more people saying they want Teslas. Yeah, yeah. But Tesla's just so expensive. Yeah. It's not for the average person. Well, they're supposed to be pull, putting out one at around the 30k mark. Um, oh, but is sure it? They, yeah, yeah. They've been speaking about that for a while. I think I can't remember the name of it. I yeah. think it might be Model Three or T or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, that's supposed to be their like everyday person uh, option. Okay. Uh, how, how, whether it's going to be as, as efficient or yeah. as good as the expensive ones, who knows? Just don't know. But yeah, I know there's been issues with Tesla. Obviously, they've been laying people off. Yeah, I think you know. Yeah, like a he and he, he was tweeting about it as well, mm. saying, um, "Oh, you know, they only they only did it in like the back office and stuff." Yeah, you know? and they had to do it now, so they don't have to do it in I don't know ten years time mm. or whatever. Don't I've, I've been in one, and they are they are impressive. Yeah, um, I've been in. I, actually, I've never been in. A yeah, Tesla. a friend of mine has one. Um, nice. You I've been in one too. What, what a friend to have, right? <laughs> I have a few, you know. You're not the only one I have. Um, um, oh but yeah, they're impressive. And I, I, I would consider it. But yeah, I'd, I'd probably wait a while. I'm a bit of a laggard. Or I like yeah, to wait I, till things... I'll be honest, I wouldn't consider one. Would you not? I just don't like the look of them. Oh, okay. Oh, that's debatable, but yeah. Yeah. I just, want a, I just want a new thing. You know me. Yeah. We, um, do, we do know you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so oil, that, that takes this. We went off on a tangent a little bit. Yeah, so that would be probably the, be most, the, most the most common one. I would say so, yeah. Or any foods you can think of. Yeah, yeah. but that's the thing. I feel like you could think of anything. And most things are traded somewhere. Yeah. Like there's different commodities it. markets in the whole world for everything. So, so, so me, I've been looking more into soybeans simply because uh, the, the, the wave of veganism or meat-free eating, yeah. for me, I think the demand for soybeans are going to go up. It's yeah. going to go up. Yeah. Um, um, self-driving cars. mm they use a lot of copper. Got you. Mm. I was yes. talking to John about this like a couple months ago. I don't, I, you might have even seen it. I put it in a group. Maybe. That this guy did an analysis on copper. Mm. And he was basically saying that 
given where things are going with um, self-driving cars, yes. the demand is about to skyrocket. Mm. Got you. And funny enough, like two months after that, copper was high. It just, ro- it just started rising. Got you. Got it's you. been a bit volatile in the last few weeks, but mm. um, that's like a plain example of yeah, yeah. demand and supply. Right? I suppose another one. What's that uh, material that they find? Oh, I think it's in Central Africa. Used in phones, coltan, coltan. That's right. Yeah, in Congo. Would, so would that be a Congo. similar type thing? That also is a commodity, but I, I always, I almost want to call that a precious commodity because um, there's not many. In fact, other than Congo, I don't know which other countries have it. Really? Yeah, not off the top of my head. So right. I'm guessing precious commodities are s- rare. Yeah, they're very, very rare, rare hard yeah. to find. So basically, Congo needs to become the next Biden. I think or they, should they if they, they manage it well, easy, yeah, easily in the past. Easily, mm. yeah, but you know, that's that's a whole different topic, yeah. But the reason I'm asking is because okay, commodities is any raw materials, but which are the ones that are worth if you're going to invest? What is worth investing in? So, for example, they're all worth investing in, like even the cheapest one. Oh, really? Investing. Even yeah. the cheapest, think most about common. it, right? Um, so in, in 2014, um, like in the in early 2014, oil was like around a hundred dollars mm. per barrel, right? It went down all the way to 40, mm. right. 40 had you bought it then yeah in, in like 2015 or 16 whatever now it's gone back up to like 65 or something yeah, 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 yeah. you would have doubled whatever you made mm-hmm, had you mm-hmm. bought that on leverage yeah you would have been laughing yeah, you know that yeah. thousand initial thousand pounds would have brought you like i don't know hundred thousand or something yeah. mm. so they're all worth investing in mm. the key drivers though when is it good to invest yeah. in them? Yeah, yeah. and the honest truth is we don't know mm. unless you're in that world you're reading stuff yeah you have connections you have like a um, source of information which is reliable and valuable mm-hmm. you will never know obviously you can do your own technical analysis and stuff yeah. but I always say with technical analysis it's it's almost like it's too late yeah because you're looking in the past that. right exactly so whatever value you extract from technical analysis by the time you extract it I feel like it's almost too late mm. which is partly why I don't really believe yeah. in technical analysis yeah. okay. but let's just say you're a big big institutional firm like um, I don't know um some big commodity producer, right? You will have sources in Washington, in Saudi, everywhere, right? Mm. Mm. Any senior, whatever official, any institutions that do that kind of stuff, you will have a, a link there. They will give you, give you information, mm. obviously all within legal realm, right? I think anyway. <laughs> all so the you definitely have an ad- advantage. But yeah. Okay, well, I was actually just going to ask how you know what to invest in, but you've just basically said you don't. <laughs> you don't know. That's don't why know. <laughs> sometimes it's best to just to leave it to those who do, yeah. i.e. an investment manager who focuses on commodities because that's their daily bread. Yeah. They look at that stuff every day, all day. Mm. So, okay, because is it because their value is so volatile that it's just not easy to track? That's why. No, it's, it's, it's all open information. Mm. You can go to Google Finance, yeah, put yeah. in oil, and you see the oil price over the last 100 years. Yeah. Gold, copper, you can see all of it there. Mm. But the, the question is, you have to know what drives them, right? Yeah, yeah. So like this example I made earlier with the demand for copper due to um, these self-driving cars, etc. That's that's the information you might read. Someone who's in, in that kind of area, they might read it and take something from it. And then they might do more analysis to confirm it. Yeah. But the everyday person just doesn't. It's not well, right. well, how are you going to do that, yeah, right? Do you have? Yeah. If you have the means, then by all means, yes, you mm. should, right? But most people don't have mm. the means. Yeah. Makes sense. So, what makes, makes commodities different from every other everyday assets? Like stocks and shares. Yeah. Well, the one 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 main difference is that usually other asset classes like stocks and shares, 
there's they have a cash flow attached to them mm. stocks have dividends yeah bonds have interests mm. um real estate there's income also interest mm. so most actually real estate is not even a mainstream asset class but anyway so bonds and stocks they have cash flows attached to them and in terms of deriving how much they're worth mm. it's very easy you can say how much cash flows is going to come or are going to come from this firm if it's going to be 10 over 10 years you just discount them back to today and add whatever value is today that's yeah. it that's your value you can't do that with commodities but how do you how how can you how do you know what something's going to be worth in 10 well, years well let's just take apple stocks right mm. for instance let's just say um the 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 value of this is just hypothetical right let's yeah. just say the value of apple is a hundred dollars yeah. right fine and you know that uh every year apple is making one pound in profit mm. that gets back it goes back into the firm yeah well over 10 years you that's what 10 pounds right that's yeah. 10 pounds yeah, right yeah. so that but then that 10 pounds because it's in the future you have to discount it to back to today's value mm. so you discount that and then let's just say that gives you seven pounds yeah then theoretically you can say apple is worth 107 pounds today okay because okay. you know you've factored in all the future payments yeah, yeah, that yeah. they're ever going to make mm. this okay. is obviously very crude basic yeah, back yeah, of the yeah. envelope kind of yeah yeah com- computation but um that's how you <laughs> could do it and you can do that with bonds as well it's yeah. just like different but you can't do that with commodities because say oil there's oil doesn't give you any cash flows yeah. oil is the price might be x today tomorrow might be y you don't know Mm. So you can't value it in the same way. So that makes it very different. Okay. And then the other thing is that the demand for oil or or other commodities, they they tend to... So commodi- commodities that are used in manufacturing or industrials tend to be highly correlated with how the economy is doing. Because generally speaking, if the economy is doing well, mm-hmm. businesses are investing, they're building yep. more, they're producing more, they're going to need more commodities. Like the past 20 years... Um, high prices commodities have been fueled by China's demand they've just been building everywhere right got you yes of course so there that's a driver that's a relationship for instance that you can easily identify um, yeah what's that that was the question right I kind of lost myself there. <laughs> you know no I was just wanting to know you the got into your zone <laughs> yeah um, yeah mm. cool commodity so sorry going back you said there's soft which is like foods food and stuff precious gold Okay, and so, uh, you said something else. Um, energy. Okay. There's metals. Yeah. Well, metals is like um, gold, silver. Yeah, yeah. You, you can. It starts at at a very high mm. level, and you can drill down to whatever. But broadly speaking, yeah, I'll say there's the soft ones, there's the precious ones, and there's the industrial ones. So if somebody did have a passion for it, even though you say it's not advisable, but they did say, "I want to." Yeah take not, something but, okay. and just can i correct myself please yeah, okay. <laughs> i'm not saying that no one should ever look at commodities or if you really have the time and the interest i think you should go for it research yeah. it and even start trading it right yeah if you have the time and interest but don't think it's a quick in and out yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen with everything okay we discussed. that's what i really yeah. mean so okay. I, i'm not saying that yeah. oh it's too complicated no one will ever understand no it's very simple yeah it's there's nothing complicated about maybe it. we should add that to the disclaimer Maybe we should. <laughs> it's very simple. Yeah. As long as you invest the time. Exactly. That's yeah. all it is. Exactly. Yeah. That's so all it that's, is. That's key. Yeah. But uh, so that'll be across the board with everything. I, I don't think there's going to be much that's going to be quick in and out that mm. we discuss. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. that's the world of commodities, really. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is there, is there be anything else we could cover? Well, like a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned inflation, right? Mm. Like how commodities 
add to inflation. You were saying like oil is one of the one of the goods in the basket of goods that okay, yeah, inflation yeah, yeah, yeah. measures. So you were saying as as oil, prices of oil goes up, inflation goes up, mm. that kind of stuff. Got you. So cost of living is going yeah, up. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. On the flip side of things, it's not on the flip side, but on the same hand, actually, when we think of um, companies that we buy services or products from, yeah, okay, yeah, got they you. also yeah. have higher costs, right? So it's um, not even just investing; no. it's, it's cost it's of a, living. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. Uh, yeah, so, that's the so, wider. So let, let's just say inflation okay. has gone up because oil has gone up, mm. right? That also means your flights to somewhere yep. else have gone up because. Yep. British Airways has to pay for oil, right? Mm. Your food goes up because Everything Tesco has to up. get it up and down the, the country. Exactly, exactly. But on the same hand, had you bought stocks in BP, you would be making some good money mm. because oil prices would be high. Yeah. Or had you bought, bought stocks in energy companies, yeah. it would be looking good for you. That's capitalism. So Winners and losers, capitalism. right? Well, so you know, you, you, we don't have to be the losers. Put it this way. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, you no, that's what they are winners and losers. Exactly. Be informed that you don't have to be a loser. Yeah, we don't have to be the losers. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this, the example that I've just made is, um, it you could almost say, oh, if you're buying, if you're investing in commodities, you could almost say that you're hedging inflation. Mm. So you have investments in commodities. Inflation goes up, but so have you of the value in your commodities. Yeah. Mm, especially yeah, the, yeah. the widely used ones, right? Exactly, especially the widely used ones. So that's another thing. Some a lot of big institutional investors they keep commodities in their portfolio as an invest as an inflation hedge. Got so you. to protect against inflation. That's inflation another hedge. Yeah. That'll be in the show notes. That's, <laughs> that's 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 another way of looking at it. So you have to know what you have to know where the value rises when yeah. inflation happens yeah you okay. have to you have so you to have ask to know yourself that. yeah if inflation is going up right why is it going up yeah yeah and then you have to ask yourself if, if inflation goes up what other assets go up yeah. because inflation has gone up okay so my value or my investment value in that has gone up but however big i'm paying more for this yeah so my money's decreasing but it's going up over exactly yeah, so, yeah. so net net you're you're good yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. Position. Yeah. and that's exactly. all the hedges right and that's all the hedges you're right. welcome guys <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah. Okay, sounds good. To be honest, I, I yeah. feel like it makes sense. I didn't even do that on purpose. It's okay. You know, every time I hear someone say make, yeah, make sense, same, make, same, yeah. Thing. Yeah. same thing. I even um, type it like that now, obviously. Yeah. That's how it goes. But yeah, I feel like that makes more sense to me yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But if you literally would have just said to me, commodities, I'm like, yeah. No. Yeah, so that's all it is. And yeah. again, nothing complicated it's, about it. But that is the point of this podcast. Yeah. We said it from the, from episode yeah. one to demystify some of these yeah. topics that yeah. can seem very, very complex. Yeah. And they are complex if you're going to trade in them, but to understand what they are not, isn't not, complex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Definitely. drivers and movers, yes, you need that to do some com- research. Because yeah. nothing is linear, right? Yeah. There's nothing that A goes up Therefore, B goes up. Yeah, it's nothing like that. It, uh, usually, yeah, A goes up and B goes up, but that something happens in between A and B. Mm. And if you can figure yeah, out yeah. what happens between A and B, you're in the money. Are there any good sources for people to look for that? For um, YouTube, there's okay. loads of explanations. Investopedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a book um, by a guy called Daniel Jurgen. Um, what's it called? Uh, I forgot the name. It's a really good book on commodities. Um, the I want to say the right. It's not the right. I forgot. But yeah, uh, if I see I see Jerome, kind of doing my job for me. <laughs> you know, I got be. I'm your research yeah. assistant. Thanks, man. What's the good? The I have no idea. Don't know. Oh my How God. you spell Jurgen? Y-E-R. No, it's a, I think he's Russian or something. Right, let's find it. Daniel Jurgen. 
I read that book many years ago. Mm, many cries. years ago? Yeah. <laughs> when I was three, I, I read <laughs> Commodities. <laughs> when I was three, you know. The, um, so there's, it's called The Quest. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was he, looking for Commodities in the title. Yeah, yeah it's called The Quest. Yeah, Quest. so he talks about every what we've just mentioned he mm. covers everything and even more okay he, he could even he t- he told you know all these russian um oligarchs that we have like abramovich and whoever. oh yeah, yeah so he talks about one how second th- sorry sorry to stop you is he uh, is he back in the country yet i don't think so because then you have to, didn't he apply yeah, for he citizenship somewhere else yeah these work work visa or something and he he got declined yeah yeah that's hilarious so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he's on chelsea for how long and he can't get back into the country <laughs> anyway continue <laughs> Yeah, so this book, you know, if you're really interested in this stuff, check it out. It's 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 a thick book, but it's an enjoyable read. You can um, get the audio book, I think. I'm, yeah, you can I'm get the audio book. Yeah. Now. yeah, he talks about everything, like everything. He talks about what commodities are, where they come from, how they all started, and he has a few like case studies, like all the the Russian oligarchs, where how they became rich, all these big commodities owning firms, right? So um, back in the day, when a lot of the state firms got privatized they gave them shares for like next to nothing they were even free wow um, yeah most of most of the people in the nation got free ownership in these firms and a lot of that they used to sell the shares to buy alcohol okay just for basic food because they didn't understand the concept yeah. of, of ownership in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so that's like most right mo- diamonds will probably be yeah. an example of that right a lot of these oligarchs they bought these shares like like crazy back then 10 years later they're reaping the rewards they're all billionaires now mm. that's just one example of the kind of stories he, he has loads of stories about commodities in there he even goes back to like uh, Texas where it started um, the Rockefeller the, uh, yeah it's, it's a good book if you want to read okay. it well, it'll be in the um, in the notes, notes. yeah yeah a link yeah. to the audio book and the physical yeah alright I feel like we should, we should conclude while people still yeah, understand what you're up, right? yeah yeah, yeah. 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 We, get it, we get it thanks we get it yeah. um Thank you. Thank you for listening to an up another episode of the Making Sense podcast. Has been Sam. You're always Sam. <laughs> that is dumb. <laughs> As I have been yours truly. Uh, and who have you been today? <laughs> I'm not too sure who I've been. Um, oh wait, where's um the other exactly. girl? Exactly, Kalisha. Uh, she couldn't make it today, guys. Okay. Yeah. She'll be here soon. She'll she be will back. be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for listening. Um, uh, you know, rate, share, subscribe, yeah. comment. You know um, the drill. We've had a few messages from people, you know, with questions, you know, on, on SoundCloud, continue to message. Thank you yes. for everyone that's yeah. reached out on SoundCloud. And those comments that they put into the actual yeah. recording, we like that. Yeah, well. for sure. Keep on doing that. That helps. Uh, we do see them. We're going to start getting back to you guys more formally. But yeah, thanks for all the support. Yeah. Keep, on, keep it coming. Visit our Instagram and Twitter, yep. Making Sense PC. Share it, tell a friend to tell a friend, as yeah. they say. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Castbox. We need to get onto Google. Stitcher, we will be getting onto, yeah, Google. We get onto Google. Remember we spoke about it ages ago, and now it's finally come to fruition. Google? What do you the mean Google, Google podcast. You, you mentioned it. There's a Google podcast? You mentioned it like in episode two or three. Did I? Yeah, but we couldn't oh, get onto on, it then. man. Well, but we're, yeah, we're yeah. going to be on there yeah. now. Rice at home were on it. Didn't you see it on? No, yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah. Okay, cool. But um, yeah. We'll be everywhere. We will be everywhere. Yeah, taking um, over the world. Yeah, this summer, you know, we're trying to get Everything some, get out yet. there, do some stuff. I'm not going to speak about it too much, but you'll you'll be seeing us in person, or definitely these three. Yeah, man. I just might look, be behind look out the for us. Yeah, right. You'll when be you see us, just throw money at us. Okay, <laughs> that's what we like. Does that make sense? Don't throw money <laughs> at me. I'm not a stripper. You can you can send it to my monzo, please. <laughs> Have manners and respect. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, guys, thank you very much. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace, love, and happiness.